Welcome to week two of the NFL season. Last week in week one, Brock Purdy and the 49ers looked dominant. Jimmy G got another win, this time with the Raiders. The Chiefs, Bengals, and Bills all lost. Aaron Rodgers got hurt. And Tua and Tyreek Hill look like Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams in their prime. If you're new to the show, Big Ben and K-Win, we broadcast live every week on NoFilter.net and Caffeine TV. We talk a little football. We bring in a very special guest, more on him later, to enjoy the madness and the fun. Think of it as college. Let me get that again. College game day with a little NFL West Coast twist. College game day with a little NFL West Coast twist. I'm K-Win. He's Big Ben, and he's... 12, Kyle. You know him from South Carolina State University, Atlanta, Georgia, and the 12th Kyle Podcast. Hey, welcome to the show. Good to be back, man. Good to be back. How you guys doing? We're doing good. Good, good, good. Yeah. I mean, how are you doing after the uh, massacre at MetLife Stadium? Um, <laughs> <laughs> As a Giants fan, I'm very disappointed because I, they literally look like they didn't practice all week. Um, I was kind of wondering why our head coach was walking around uh, looking as if he was calling plays and he really wasn't. Uh, like, it was one of those things like, and, and here's the thing, guys. I've been a Giants fan all my life. I'm 50 years old, right? So I've seen the worst of the worst. I mean, I'm talking about the fumble of Joe Persarchik. Uh, the Herm Webb was picked up. Uh, I, I've seen, you know, the the three and thirteen seasons. That was that was it was bad. And you know what? Why it was really bad because like there was no effort. I I just didn't see any effort, and they really looked unprepared. And they looked like it's. And I, I understand, yeah, you know, teams don't practice as much, and they don't get as much stuff in after the preseason or what have you, or during the preseason, I should say. But um, it it, it was bad, and I mean, it was one of those games. That I think like. You don't even have to watch the film. Like, <laughs> just burn it. <laughs> I mean, like, it's nothing. I mean, what, what are you going to talk about? What are you going to tell them? Like, there's nothing that you can say. So it's just like, you got to start all over, man. Just come to work Monday. So hopefully uh, the Giants have the uh, Cardinals this weekend. Uh, that should be an easy win. But, you know, you you guys know there's no such thing as an easy win in the NFL. The games that you should win, uh, sometimes you don't. <laughs> and some yeah. sometimes the games you're not supposed to win, you do. So, and, you know... I, 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 I let me let the cat out of the bag. I hate Dallas, so <laughs> as um, you should. So I, my inbox, as you can imagine, my social media, my text messages were blowing up from all kind of Cowboys fans from all across the country, all of my friends, and so you know they they let me have it. But I will remind them that you know the Cowboys haven't won anything since uh, Tupac was still alive and Bill Clinton was in office. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, Kyle. I got to ask you a question. It's probably an opportune time to ask this one too. Mm -hmm. Given what just happened, if you were to migrate, move, maybe some of your fandom, your attention to any NFL team this year after week one, <laughs> who would it be and why? Meaning take all of that energy you're giving to the Giants and give it to mm -hmm. another team. Um, I hate to be a prisoner of the moment and it's just one week. But man, those 49ers look good. <laughs> they look good, man. And I, and one of my best friends is a 49er fan. He's so like 
pessimistic. It's like, oh, it's just one game. We're going to blow it at the end. I'm like, relax, dude. It's one game. But they look good. And, I mean, that was a, a pretty strong Pittsburgh team. And to come across the country and play them, you know, in the, in the early window and sh- and have the showing that they had. And as a former football player myself, uh, that block that Brandon Ayuk threw oh, uh, yeah. down the field. I mean, I on that McCaffrey run. Yes. My heart melted because like as a receiver, you want to make that block. So I, even though I'm, I'm not a fan of, of Shanahan's, uh, I like the 49ers. I think, you know, they are. Philly's the only team I think that stands in their way of getting to Vegas for the Super Bowl. And that's not just me being, uh, you know, trying to just say something early in the season. And I know it's a long season. Health aside, if they can stay healthy, um, San Francisco looks great. One game in, they look great. I I was hoping you'd say any other team, but San Francisco, (laughs) but I'll take it. (laughs) And I'm not just saying this because of K-Win. I'm I'm serious. Like, they – I got it. I agree with you. Yeah, they they look really really good. So and they've got the Rams coming up this weekend. So, you know, no love lost there. Um, and yep. it's going to be interesting. The Rams won. So, uh, di- you guys know division games are really really tough. To are call. different. Yeah, and especially so, McVay versus Shanahan. That whole yes. big brother little brother. Yes, battle. yes. So I'm look. That's the the game I'm really looking forward to on Sunday. That game in the Jets and Cowboys. This is all music to my ears, but I wish you guys were saying something different because I'm a West Coast guy. I'm a 49ers fan. I'm unapologetic about it, and I'm too confident. Like, I already think Brock Purdy's the next great Niner. The defense, best defense since the 2000-2001 Ravens. It's Super Bowl or bust. And Big Ben, now you have to agree with us. Well, no, I I... – <laughs> Listen, Joe. Here, here's one individual that just gives your team additional swagger. It's not George Kittle, it's not Debo, it's Bosa. He gets up at the end of the game and just says, "Listen, we do what we knew we were gonna do. We knew exactly how you know. We just we're better players, and and that's that's a fact. Probably in uh, 99 out of 100 games they may play, um, and he's just." I don't know. The team, they look more professional this year, put together. They've been together now. It's not a collaboration of seven different parts like it was maybe years past. So I think they're just more confident in themselves and their abilities. And what you said, Kyle, they, they go injury free. They got the best doctors in the league. We know that. <laughs> got you know, to be. We'd be back this year. You know, exactly. Early, so. Exactly. He got a bionic leg that was made or something like that. But, <laughs> but the key it, it, really is, is it's Brock Purdy yeah. and his contract. Because, like, if you look around the team, it's all pros everywhere. Like, they're just, they're paying Bosa. They're mm-hmm. paying that, uh, the guy they got from the Eagles on the defensive line. You know, they've got IU. Fred Warner. They've got Kittle. Like, everyone's making money. So, they actually need a quarterback like Brock on his rookie contract to step right. up. And that will be the biggest difference if they can go to the next level and win it all. Yeah, if they can that stay healthy, the they're going to be tough. I mean, I I wasn't sure how good Brock Purdy was or wasn't. Um, you know, I don't think we really got a, a fair shake in what happened in the NFC Championship game. So uh, I, I'm looking forward to it because I know that these teams, everybody's watching each other. So Dallas is yeah. watching Philly. Philly's watching uh, the 49ers and you know, somebody's got to come out of the NFC South. Somebody's got to come out of the <laughs> NFC <laughs> NFC Central. So 
it's going to be an interesting season, man. I, I love this time of year because, you know, even if your team got blown out like mine, you still have hope and optimism because you still got 16 more games. You know, now after week, about week five, you, you know, it's kind of like the old Bill Parcells line. You are what your record says you are. And if yeah. you're a good team, you'll know that you have a good team. If you're mediocre, you'll know that you, you're mediocre. I think the division's down, too, for the Niners. I mean, it, it will be telling this week just how good mm-hmm. the Rams are based on how. I was surprised I mean, that the Rams. They made the Seahawks. Seahawks. They made this, I mean, it looked like, to to what you said earlier, Kyle, it looked like the Seahawks hadn't practiced all offseason. Right. Like, they were just out there chucking the ball to DK and hoping. I mean, it was that bad. But then, and then I think everyone dismisses the Rams. Cooper Cup's down. You know, they still have Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. one of, if not the best players in the game. So, but that said, if the Niners come out and trounce the Rams, I mean, that might be auto six wins right there for the, the Niners based on how the Seahawks look. So, we all like to be week one pundits, but, right. it, you know, we'll see, I guess, is the only thing you can say. Should yeah, we get into I, some games, Ben? I mean, that's why we have Kyle here. Absolutely to go 10. What is it, 10 and 0? 10 and 0. Right, and well, I let think... me explain the rules while Ben gets the spreadsheet up. So each week we bring a celebrity guest on the show. You are our celebrity guest, and you get to pick from 10 games. Now it's money line, straight winners, no spread. You pick the winners, the gentleman. Or lady who has the most picks at the end of the year wins a very prestigious trophy. And this is the third year running. So in week two, you have a good shot at becoming the leader. Last week, Joe Manuelli got seven wins. Okay. So we're going to go through 10 games. You're going to pick winners. And then on the Monday night game, uh, actually, there's two Monday night games. So we got to specify which one. Uh, You got to pick total points on that Monday night. Just in case there's a tiebreaker. Okay. Fair enough. All right. All right, Kyle, you ready? Ready. Let's go. Okay, Kyle, you want to go? Okay, well, so you, you got to call other? me K Win because we got Kyle. <laughs> yeah, that's across. Right. I can't be confusing. K Win, do you want to go every other on this? Yeah, we'll go every every other. All right, I'll I'll lead then, since I am wearing the hat of this team that I'm gonna, or this game that I'm gonna introduce. So, the Las Vegas Raiders one and zero after beating the Broncos. Jimmy G and Jacoby Myers looked pretty good. And then on the inverse, Buffalo, where you have Josh Allen doing the same Josh Allen things year after year. Uh, who do you got in this game, Kyle? Las Vegas up in Buffalo. Weather probably not a problem yet. Right. Uh, I'm going to roll with Buffalo. I, I don't necessarily know that Buffalo can play any worse than they did the other day. I mean, Josh... Josh Allen was a turnover machine the other day. So I got to, I got to roll with Buffalo. I, I I think he writes the ship at home. I don't know what happened, you know, the other night, uh, a, a game that they should have won, obviously, especially after uh, Aaron Rodgers goes down, but um, I like Buffalo in this. One. Okay. I'm calling it the Rodney Dangerfield bowl. All Jimmy G does is win. He won against a C or against the Broncos. In the Raiders, he won with the Niners. He gets no respect. All he does is win. And that's why I'm going with Josh Allen. It's got to be a bounce back game. Jimmy G ain't winning this week. No, not at all. All right, next game, we got Baltimore at Cincinnati. 
Ooh, this one's tough because these are division rivals, obviously, and uh, you guys know as huge football fans, the last thing that you want to do is go 0-2 after your first two games. Uh, there's been some type of stats that show that like only 30% of the teams make the playoffs after going 0-2. Uh, that being said, um, I'm going to chalk up Cincinnati's poor effort last week against Cleveland in the rain to the rain. So um, at home, I like Cincy. It's going to be close, but I like Cincy. Yeah, All Joe right. Burrow, I think he was a little rusty. He didn't get much reps because of his ankle. Um, mm. Bengals started so last year and the year before. I'm not worried about it. Aaron Rodgers said this a while back. Relax. <laughs> Everything's going to be all right in Cincinnati. Okay, game three, Kyle. Seattle at Detroit. Seattle coming off a poor game at home. Everyone had just put it in the bank already. And then Detroit team that comes out and beats Kansas City. I can think of teams, two teams probably in different positions after week one. Uh, it's in the, are we calling it Ford Field? Is it Ford Field? Yeah, it's Ford Friendly Field. Friendly confines of Ford Field, domes, uh, turf, receivers running wild. Who you got? Um, this was tough to pick because, like, I, I saw a lot of that Seattle game, and I was really disappointed because, one, because, you know, since my fan is a quarterback, but, um, I, you know, expectations are high in Seattle. Uh, there's been a lot of hype in Detroit. Uh, so I'm going to go with the hype this week. Uh, and, you know, I know my son, my oldest son, who's a Seahawks fan, don't ask why. <laughs> he's he's, he's going to kill me for this, but I'm picking the Lions. Uh, as strange as that sounds, I'm picking the Lions at home. I like that. I actually got some stats from our intern, and I'm going with the Thanksgiving Day tradition. Not the stuffing, not the mac and cheese, not the sweet potato pie. I'm talking about the Lions who play on every Thanksgiving because Jared Goff is a different player and quarterback at home and on the road. So last year at home, his pass rating was over 109. <laughs> On the road, it was in the 80s. He threw for 23 touchdowns at home last year. On the road, he threw for six. And four of them were against Seattle in Seattle. So we're playing against the Seattle secondary in Detroit. I like your pick. Lions win that one. Sorry, Big Ben. You're going to 0-2. Do I get a vote here or a pick here? Absolutely. Okay. So Seattle has DK Metcalf, who will be the best receiver on the field. They have Tyler Lockett, maybe the third best receiver on the field. I'm going to give Amaran some credit. Um, we probably got Kenneth Walker. I don't know. I think matchup-wise and then defense-wise, I'm picking Detroit, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, this has all indications of a boat race. Like, <laughs> this is momentum versus, like, you know, three-legged flight into Detroit and staying at a two-star hotel accommodations, you know? And it's going to be telling. It's either it's either the Seahawks, uh, this the stat of 30% 0-2, it's like, okay, I'm going to go watch the Bills the rest of this season, or can I devote a little bit of time to the Seahawks? This game will tell, but I... I gotta say, Jared Goff looked really good yeah. in Week yeah. One. Really good, like snapping throws. Like not, he didn't look like Jared Goff of old. He looked like Jared Goff with some confidence. You look like Jared and Goff scary. and Rams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it, Detroit's hot. They're fun to they're fun to root for too. 
I mean, they've been down for so long. So America's give me, team. Give me Dan if Campbell. If you're a 12 Kyle back. hater, you're a Cowboy fan, you can add us. The Lions are now America's team. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, moving to Tennessee. We got the Chargers versus the Titans. Oh, man, this is another tough one to pick because you don't really know which way teams are going. Uh, I did hear about some rumblings uh, in as far as the displeasure uh, that Vrabel was having with the quarterback of Tennessee, uh, Tannehill. Um, it's never good when your coach is talking about your quarterback play, but he's he's right. Tannehill has to play better. Um, I'm not sure if we, that means we could be seeing Malik Willis. Uh, I like the Chargers in this game coming across the country. Um, I don't know necessarily to be a pretty game, but I think the Chargers win. Last year, the Chargers couldn't stop the run. Week one against the Dolphins, they could not stop Tua <laughs> and Tyreek in the passing game. I believe in Justin Herbert, but I do not believe in Brendan Staley. I think the Titans win this one. And here's my first hot take of the show. Uh-oh. I think Kellen Moore is the head coach by week nine. Wow. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. That means they're in trouble. I mean, yeah. there's so many mistakes over the last couple of years that come down to, in my opinion, coaching. coaching like, right. why would you not at some point double Tyreek Hill in week one? I just at, at some point. Hey, does J-Mo know you're saying all this? Just <laughs> no, she's upstairs. She's a Chargers fan, but she can't hear me. <laughs> I'll be wearing my Herbert jersey on Sunday. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, can we fade just Tannehill? Uh, the guy looks better with a clipboard and a headset on than he does throwing passes. And that's been this way. He was a converted wide receiver. I mean, Henry's got them through these past three years. And I don't know if Hopkins is going to make up for some air throws, but I, I see the Chargers winning this game too. Rabel's right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Next game. KC coming off a loss against the Lions, headed down to Jacksonville. Jacksonville Jacksonville coming off a win. Trevor Lawrence is people. People are looking at Trevor Lawrence as the next big thing. I think this is a big test. Uh, Weapons more so on the Jacksonville side than on the KC side. If Kelsey's not around, they looked horrible without Kelsey. Right. He's the key to their offense. I think everyone knew that. It was just exploited last game. So. What do you got, Kyle? Um, I like Casey in this one just on the mere fact of Chris Jones coming back. Uh, I think, you, to your point, you're right. Them not having Kelsey definitely hurt their offense because it seemed like nobody else could get open. But what I saw Detroit do the other night was run down their throats. And that defense is strictly built around the scheme for Chris Jones. And if you don't have him out there, then you know teams are going to run on you and they're going to run heavily. And so uh, I, I like I like Casey with Chris Jones coming back. Now, we don't know how many snaps he's going to get because obviously, you know, he wasn't there for the preseason. But um, Patrick Mahomes losing twice, yeah. starting off the season 0-2, nah, not going to happen. He'll throw for 500,000 yards before they lose to the Jaguars. <laughs> they signed Chris Jones real quick after that loss. Oh, no question. <laughs> no question. No question. I'm with you on that one. Jacksonville's fun to watch. They got a lot of weapons. Ridley looked great. 
Everyone was hyping up for fantasy football. I think he turned out better than everyone expected. A true number one receiver. NTN's good. Uh, they got a lot of weapons, but I don't think he can go against Mahomes in this one either. Was this a playoff game last year? Uh, yeah, it was. In Kansas City. It was. Yep, it was. Yeah, in Kansas City. It was an ugly game. Yeah. yeah, it was an ugly game on both sides. So there's no, there's some familiarity. I think it's in Florida. Kansas City's probably never seen Florida weather, heat, what have you. Yeah. And is Kelsey back? Uh, he's questionable. So they, you know, I, they, they're going to get. I think it's a little gamesmanship, but right. they're not. They're not <laughs> saying it quite yet. <laughs> I'm going to go Jacksonville as a surprise in this game. Okay. okay. ETN looked good. Uh, Ridley looked great. I mean, they got, got Christian a lot of Kirk. And and you got the tank in the backfield. That's all you need to know. You got tank. A guy named Tank in your backfield. <laughs> well, hopefully you can you're hold winning on some the ball this week. You're winning some ball games. All right, we got my San Francisco 49ers against the Rams. That game is in Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh I will go out on a limb and say 60% of the fans will be 49ers fans. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna sound SoFi Stadium is gonna sound like Candlestick Park, like Levi Park, like all of the parks. Uh, so I'm not, I'm rolling with the 49ers. I, now this will be, a, a, like I said, a really good game. Um, you know, like you said earlier, Ben, I'm interested to see if if the Rams, if if they're real, you know, if they're yeah. back to their championship playing ways. But um, no Cooper Cup. You can't, you can't dismiss Aaron Donald, but you've got two guys I think on the sidelines in um, in the these t- two head coaches that probably respect each other but don't like each other. And this is for you know the battle of supremacy for the NFC West. So I like the 49ers. All right, I'm going to move on before Kyle has a chance to comment. No, we all no, know. No. <laughs> Smart move. My, my it's it's pretty quick, easy work. Niners by 13. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not what I was going to yeah. say. Kyle, we've got this thing for LA sports mm-hmm. called Watch Beach or Brewery. And we used to go through like the big games and what LA fans will do. It's gonna be 72 on Sunday. Oh wow. There's no one going to that game except Niners fans. <laughs> so it might be like 70% red in wow. the stadium. Oh yeah. All right, Kyle, your your games, your eyes are gonna be on this one. Down at State Farm Field. This is a long trip for the Giants, probably the longest one you can take as a Giants fan. Mm-hmm. So you go in into Arizona. Uh, Dobbs is the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, it, like, it seems like the Arizona Cardinals are a triple A minor league team of football right now. They just, they just don't have the personnel. Malcolm Brown, your Giants are going to get indoors. It's not going to be raining cats and dogs. Right. Do they get back? To their winning ways of last I year, so. I think so. I, I think well, you know, the Cardinals are a mess. Uh, they're trying to tank for for Caleb Williams, which I don't blame them. But if I'm Caleb, I'm not. There's no way I'm playing for the Cardinals. <laughs> I, I'm telling them right now. Look, I will sign up for every class next year if you draft me. Um, but <laughs> but I think, I think ultimately the Giants are gonna. Um, I I hope it's not a close game, but like again, you know. The games are just supposed to win, you know, relatively easy, never tend to be easy. And like you said, going across country and this is, I think this is, yes, in the four o'clock window. Um, yeah, but I like the Giants. No, no homerism here, but I like the Giants. Yeah, Arizona, 
That's all I have to say. Let's move on to the next game. We've got Zach Wilson. Hold on. Can I get a a Darren Waller breakout game? I've got him in all three of my fantasy leagues. That's you know what? We started to feature him a little bit more in that game, but it's hard to you know that game was so far out of hand so early that you know. But but I think uh, I like what they're doing as far as moving him around and and you know extending him out uh, so he can get one on one matchups. Uh, he's going to be Daniel Jones's best friend. They still really yeah. don't have a number one receiver just yet. So when you don't have that, I think your tight end is your best friend. And and I'll be yeah. honest, man, the Giants have had fairly decent tight ends. But Waller, if he can stay healthy, mm-hmm. I think he can have a Pro Bowl mm-hmm. season. I, I really believe in him that that much. I, I I unlike a lot of people, I like that signing. Yeah, I do too. And Dable's an offensive minded coach coming from Buffalo. I think he'll do different things to get Waller the ball. And I was pissed you drafted Waller in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) New York's other team, Zach Wilson and New York Jets, take on the Dallas Cowboys. Hmm. I'm a hater. Yeah. Hey, go on and hate. So, I mean, I'm picking the Jets. Mm. Uh, Now, I will say this. All hate aside, uh, Dallas looked good the other night. Um, I'm still not sure about Dak Prescott. We know that that defense is solid. That defense, honestly, could carry the Cowboys, as crazy as it sounds, could carry the Cowboys to the Super Bowl. But if you're asking Dak Prescott to throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns, I don't see that on a week-to-week basis. Uh, It's going to be a lot of mixing, running, and passing, and, um, you know, letting Tony Pollard get loose and, and, you know, kind of scaling the offense back for Dak Prescott. Uh, but I, I, I'm going to root for the Jets in this game. I'm going to pick the Jets. Uh, if they can block, <laughs> if they can block number 11, they got a pretty good chance because, I mean, Brees Hall looked really good the other night. Uh, and then you got a one-two punch with um, Cook behind him. And the Jets have weapons. It's just, can Zach Wilson? Zach Wilson doesn't have to win the game. He just can't give them the game. I think one of two things is going to happen in this game. We're going to see the most combined interceptions by two quarterbacks. Because these defenses, you're right, are good. Like yes. both, And they're both interception prone. Yes. Or we're going to see the most rushing yards we've ever seen in a game. Because Tony Pollard looked pretty darn good. And you're right, Brees Hall, Cook. Like It's going to come down to scheme. But one team's going to pick. I'm just going to put it on the ground all game and kick it out of Wilson's hands. Mm-hmm. And then if you see that, you know, and Dak gets kind of edgy and wants to air out, that's where the interceptions come. And the Jets deep, there was a comment a guy made that wh- whatever year the Bears were, the, the best deep, 85 Bears, he said, we're, and I watched that game and I was like, I, 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 I can kind of see it. Like, you know, it's, it's not mm-hmm. so vivid that I can't, because Quinn and Williams just goes and eats quarterback. Like, just... Get out of my way. I'm here. And for that reason, the, the primary reason K-Win beat me last week in fantasy football. The only I reason. This, I have to tell this story. I'm pretty comfortably up. He's got James Cook, who did nothing. Mm-hmm. Scored 10 points in a PPR league. That's nothing. Mm-hmm. But he's got the Jets D, and I got the Bills D. I'm like, all right. Bills are doing pretty well, you know. We're we're kind of par for the course with the Jets, mm-hmm. and then Josh Allen starts chucking the rock all over. Interceptions, interceptions. I'm still up by one point. 
going into <laughs> the last play or the the walk off overtime. I'm up oh, overtime. Last play. I'm going as long as the, the Jets defense doesn't score, I'm great. Mm-hmm. All right, here comes his punt. Tackle the guy. Game over. I win. Nope. The guy takes it to the house, and I lose by seven. Wow. I'm at the Dodgers game. It's Dodgers Padres. I look at my phone. I'm like, I hate Ben. He's going to win. I'm just going to enjoy the Dodgers game. Right. And I look at my phone and I'm like, wait a minute. Josh Allen has four turnovers. I have a chance. Oh, they still have to go to overtime. There's There's no way to win. They go to overtime. One thing that could have happened in that game that just could not happen. And it happened. Okay. And they could have tackled them. There's the leg whip. I was throwing the flag too. Leg whip. <laughs> what about the punter who just tried to grab him by the shoulder pads? Yeah, exactly. Okay, mm-hmm. when how oh. how long did it take before you called Ben the Nothing. Him he was I dead silent. I played it cool. I just played it like <laughs> happens all the time. No big deal. Wanna know? That's what we it. do. I love it. I love it. I love you. You're better than me because I would have I would have been oh my god game on the phone like yo. <laughs> I'm petty like that. He, he knows better than that. <laughs> he knows better than that. All right. One game, division game early on. I think both these teams, I mean, Mac Jones looked halfway decent. Yeah. Uh, Tua looked like he could, I don't even know. He's the point guard for the dream team. It looked like just throwing the ball out there. Throwing this is Miami, Miami headed north up to Foxborough, which is always a weird place to play, in my opinion. Um, who are you riding with? Dolphins? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna roll with the Dolphins it, because it's okay. not. It won't be cold. We know it won't be cold. So, uh, I had I think that they had that in their favor. They probably looked at the schedule and when they saw that they had to go to New England the second week of the season, they were jumping up and down. Um, but again, it's one game. But I mean, you're right. Tua looked incredible. He looked like Tua from Alabama. Yeah. And I, I don't want to put too much stock in it because I kept saying like, if he can, if this kid, I guess for me. The concussion thing is big because I just we don't know when the next one's gonna come, right? Yeah. But if he can stay healthy, man, this team is tough. And I, I'm, I try not to be a prisoner of the moment, but we said the same thing last year when he when he was playing and he was playing relatively well. Um, and McDaniel, he seems to fit with McDaniel's scheme. So, uh, and he's got some studs out there. I mean, he's got burners out there. Uh, he's got really good tight end, good backs. Miami's tough. So, yeah, I'm, I'm picking yeah. Miami. And I, I didn't think that, you know, I, I don't know that we ever thought Bill uh, Belichick could start off 0-2, but <laughs> they're looking like an 0-2 team. Yeah. Yeah. I This is the game I want to see because we've got Mike McDaniel's high-powered offense against Bill Belichick's mind and his defense. Yes. There's an article on Mike McDaniel. It says he gets up at 2.45 a.m., goes to the office and starts like scheming up plays and doing all this stuff. And I was watching the game last week, you know, they put cheetah in motion. So he was coming at these DBs like full steam ahead (laughs) in single man coverage. They had no shot. shot. So I can't wait to see what he schemes up this week versus Belichick, who he slowed down the high powered Eagles offense. Like the Eagles Mm -hmm. only got to the red zone twice. I read somewhere they only averaged 18 yards per series. So I think this game's a coin flip. I don't know which way to go. Wow. I think like most 
Dolphins fans, everyone's holding their breath until Tua gets hit. Like he didn't get touched very much that first game. Mm-hmm. And I think that what's that's what Belichick's gonna scheme to do. Like I need someone in his mug putting him on the ground, you know. Not not to say like there's a bounty type thing, but I need to make him feel uncomfortable. Because yeah, he looked really spot. he he looked really comfortable. He was sliding and you're right. He was making those touch passes where, you know. He's throwing the guys open basically in week one. And when you got Tyreek Hill running a four two forty, see ya. Game over. Right. Video game numbers. I do like the Dolphins. There's still uh there's still some fandom here on the West Coast from the Dan Marito days for the Dolphins. And I think they're coming out of they're slowly climbing out of the the hedge, if you would, to uh uh to to embrace Tua, hopefully this year. So make sure you're up early and uh, text uh, McDaniel. He'll be up. I will. <laughs> what about the fly reverse double pass? <laughs> All right, last game. We've got the Browns playing the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Ooh. Oh, man, another division rival. Um, and, you know, they these two. And you have to pick total points, too. Okay, so this is big brother, little versus little brother. Um. Pittsburgh, I don't think is bad. I don't think they're as bad as they looked last week against the 49ers. And Cleveland, I don't think is as good as they looked against uh, uh the team they played against last week. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Pitts, Pittsburgh. Uh and I'm gonna say the score is gonna be Do you wanna hear the over under first? Sure, yeah, give me the over under. All right, so MGM, BetMGM. Shout out to BetMGM if you want to sponsor us. We're giving you a plug here. <laughs> BetMGM, the line is 39 and a half. Okay. I think, I think it'd be a little bit more than that. I, I'm looking at a 24-21 game. Pittsburgh wins. 45. Yeah, Pittsburgh 45. wins the field goal. I got you. All right, let's reiterate. Not reiterate. Let's recap. So we got... Buffalo Bills, Cincinnati Bengals, Detroit Lions, L.A. Chargers, Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers, New York Giants, and New York Jets. When's the last time the Jets and Giants went in the same week? Miami Dolphins and Pittsburgh Steelers. And did you get the points? Oh, 45. You got them. Yeah, 45. I got the points. Oh, I got one more game for you. Bonus game. It doesn't count. Okay. Colorado State at Colorado, Coach Prime, Ooh. baby. <laughs> the best thing in sports right now. Hey man, I am I will be in front of the TV for that game. I was my I, girl always says, What do you want to do on Saturday? I says it depends what time Colorado's playing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and you know, it's a, it's a late game for me. So it's those those late games on Saturday night are perfect, man, because everybody's asleep. I got the, the house to just chill and watch the game and not be bothered. Um and in light of what the coach said, you know, to fire prime up even more, if he gets a chance to hang 50 on these guys, he will. Um, and I haven't seen Colorado State play, but I, I'll be honest. I've, I've been very impressed with uh, how Colorado's played. I didn't see this coming. Yeah. I still don't know how good they are. I, I think we'll find that out next week uh, when they got to go to uh, Oregon and then the week after when SC comes to town. Um but I mean, this is probably my guess, a nine win team, which is saying a lot. Yeah. Get to a pretty good bowl game. Cause I, I don't think that I don't think they have enough to beat Oregon 
And I don't think they have enough up front. Like that's yeah, what worried yeah, when I watched the, the Nebraska yeah. game. I was yeah. like, they've got the skill players, but I don't think they have the O line D line. Yeah, and when you when you play against a team like SC, those guys they're gonna lean on you all game. And so, you know, where they may have a Travis Hunter, SC's got three Travis Hunters. <laughs> so, you know, and, and but I but Shadour's been incredible. Um, Prime, you either like him or you don't. There's no middle. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna straddle the fence on that guy. And um, you know what he's done has been sensational. So I, I will be in front of the TV, uh, and I think it's going to be a blowout. And I think he's going to he's going to have some sound bites. Oh, yeah. uh, he's going to have some receipts. It's personal. I love that. Yeah. All week I rock around the house. It's personal. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like you said, it, it's been a, it's been the talk of college football. I mean, like, and they're I not think even talk of talk of all the sports. Yes, I think so too. Because nobody <laughs> saw this coming. Maybe they did, but I don't think anybody outside their locker room thought that this was possible. I was texting a buddy. It's ironic. In what is the last year of the Pac-12, this might be the best football the Pac-12 has put out in a very long time. And you know what? You know who's jealous? The SEC. Yeah. I live in SEC country, and the SEC is not as good as everybody thinks that they are. I mean, Bama's not as good. Uh, You know, LSU, maybe. I mean, like. The dominant, I don't want to say the dominance is over, but it's not as it's not what the people think it is. And I think, uh, I think we're gonna see that come you know, January when it's time for bowl time. And it's not to say that they won't win, but I, I, you just you don't see it the dominance that you're normally seeing. And I can make a case that the best quarterbacks are in the Pac 12 this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna quickly go back to the Colorado State Colorado game because you want to give happen. a plug to your no. Cougs. Well, my Cougs beat Colorado State, so I did watch that game. And I watched. Okay. Here's what's gonna. Here's what's gonna happen in the CSU Buffs game. The Buffs, Dion's not gonna let off the gas until halftime, and then all the starters are gonna come out in street clothes for the second half. <laughs> That's the statement, and it's not even gonna be close. I mean, the Cougs probably have a third of the hot firepower that. The Buffs have just in, wow. in talent, raw talent, and I think they put up forty on them. So, man, Dion knows how to play the game. That's mm-hmm. one thing for sure. He knows how to play the game, and probably the best five players were transferred from Colorado State to Colorado. State, <laughs> but he does everything well. Like he's a great coach. He's an unbelievable motivational speaker. He's everywhere. Like, let's talk about the marketing. Every mm-hmm. commercial, yes. it's either him and Saban or like him and his kids with KFC. And then he's on ESPN. He's on Fox. He's everywhere. Like, look out after this year. Like, once they get the the people up front, mm-hmm. it's going to be very fun watching Colorado football play. Yeah, I mean, they, they're going to have they're going to have game day there this weekend and the Fox uh, uh, team as well. And you know, ESPN carrying the game. So I mean, like. I don't know that that's ever happened where you have these major networks coming to, you know, a, a university for that. It, it's it's been nothing short of amazing, man. I, I'm I wasn't sure what was going to happen, and I watched the first game, you know, with anticipation. I was just like, wow, this, you know, I, I knew how good TCU was, but I was like, wow, he's he's really doing it because I saw him at Jackson State, and um, yeah, this 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 can be something special again. I. I I don't want to go all in because I, I really think they'll be tested. They'll really be tested when they got to go to Oregon and then when the SE comes. Now, if if for some reason they're undefeated and SE's undefeated and SE coming in, whew, 
we may have to get on a plane. <laughs> no, I was I was gonna say what we should have done is bought a bar in Boulder before this whole thing took place. Cause, <laughs> woo! Yeah, you could be doing anything in Boulder. Cash is yeah, flowing he, in. I saw where he said that the city made eighteen million dollars last week. Wow, eighteen million last weekend. And so I mean, I mean he's, we he's need to get gonna a piece be... of that. He's, he's going to be mayor, governor, head coach. He's going <laughs> to be whatever he wants to be in that state. Yeah, and then he's going to coach the Broncos on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he played two sports. Right. He probably could help the Rockies. They need a little help. Yeah. <laughs> they need a little he'll help. Play for, he'll yeah. play for the Rockies. Right. Oh man, I, this you was can't fun. really question Prime, but he's 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 done a, a great job thus far. So I'm, I mean, I'm he's got us watching, and we're talking. I mean, when when I was telling my son, I was like, I haven't sat and watched a Colorado football game since the '90s. So yeah, yeah. since what Darian Hagan, yeah. Eric Bieniemy, Eric Bieniemy, uh, Cordell Stewart, those guys, Rashawn Salam, those guys, and I mean, he's recruiting, and you know, those teams, Bill McCarthy, Bill McCarthy recruited heavily in L.A. Uh, you know, Prime is just bringing people from everywhere now, so it'll yeah. be interesting to see how his recruiting classes go, and you know what happens with his son, obviously too, because more than anything else, Prime he he really enjoys coaching his sons. Yeah, and yeah. um, you know, I, I think in any father would, but uh, he's doing it at a high level right now, and everybody's watching this office. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, Kyle, before we fun. let you go, you want to tell our listeners where they can uh, find you online and hear more about your podcast and everything you're doing. Sure, you can find me on christianmingle.com. You can find me on... <laughs> I was like, whoa, new promotion? <laughs> no, folks, I'm married. Um... <laughs> Dang. In fact, we, we will hit 23 years in a couple of weeks. Congratulations. Um, appreciate it. Congratulations. Appreciate it. Uh, the 12 Kyle Podcast, uh, it drops every Thursday at midnight from time to time. We drop bonus episodes. Um, I talk a little sports, talk a lot of sometimes music. Uh, I talk about life, how life was before the internet. So uh, the thing that I always say about the podcast is that if you listen to one episode, you listen to another. So get a chance. Check me out. It's on all streaming platforms. Awesome. This is great. At Big Ben Kwin underscore. We're everywhere. You get your podcasts. TikTok, X, Twitter. (laughs) We're everywhere. Pod beam. Just, I, I could name them all, but we don't have enough time. Everywhere we don't need to be, but we're there. <laughs> we are there. <laughs> we, we have to be. Right. Uh, all right. Well, this is great. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle. Thank you. Thanks, Appreciate guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. As always. Enjoy it. Sleep well tonight. Go Get Niners. You guys take it easy. Go. All right. Go ahead. 